Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. Do you regret getting that tattoo? Never. Not at all, huh? Is that a question, or is that from you? No, I'm just like genuinely curious. <laughs> no, I think like once you start getting tattoos, you get to a place where you don't regret tattoos. Yeah. Also, I can't regret my tattoos. They're too big. Right. It's not like a, a silly little like unicorn that you're like, uh. Like my big thing with tattoos is I'm definitely interested. Like sign me yeah. up. I'm at the door, but I am like so intimidated by the concept of like committing to an idea. <laughs> well, I think the idea is like, I, I is that the same of people saying like, oh, I don't like to get a tattoo. It's so permanent. I guess it's along the same no, lines. No, I mean, right? I understand that it's permanent because no duh. Like I'm up <laughs> for that. Like that's like, I'm, I'm down for a tattoo. And of course, like by that, um, um, just by saying that, like I, I already am down for the permanence. Mm-hmm. It's more so like I'm intimidated by like trying to think of something that I would be cool having permanent. You know, it's like a challenge that I'm that right. I'm up to. I just haven't yet thought of one. Like the okay, no, that's not fair. The obvious one would be like my dog. Yeah, but that's almost like a giveaway. That's like an easy one. It's also very girly. Well. I mean, not in a bad way, but I, it's like I, a feminine I, style of tattoo. I don't care. She's special to me and she's but like, gonna, she will live on. But like, what style would you get it? Would you get like watercolors or would you get, you know what you should get? You should get like an American traditional one of Nikki, like with sunglasses. So I guess that'd be neo-traditional. I would just try and make it look as close to like how I see her, I guess. Like a like a portrait of, right. of my dog. But um, I feel like that shouldn't be my first tattoo because it's just too easy. Like, I know I'm not going to regret that. Like... It's just too easy of a tattoo. I want my I want my first tattoo to be yeah, to, to like, challenge. To, yeah, to challenge me. Like I I, I want to like have okay. to put some real thought into it. How about it. this? Why don't you get a traditional swastika? Oh. You know, I mean the Buddhist one. Okay. So that every time you look in the mirror, it's a German one. Right. So like to the world, they're like, oh, this guy's he's, he's Buddhist. And then to me, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm a Nazi. Tell him my little secret. <laughs> is that the only difference? By the way, they're also turned, right? Yeah, the direction is off. It's like, like it's like it's like it's rotated. Yeah, it's 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 like I well, it's it's a circular shape, so you can't really say if it has a diagonal. But the Nazi one is on a slight so diagonal. So I guess what you should do, and I'm going to do this for our Instagram live people, so they can actually visualize this. Mm-hmm. So if you have a swastika tattoo that's Buddhist, that goes this way every time you look in the mirror every time people look at you they're like yeah buddhist and then every time you go <laughs> to, a, to a mirror every time you tilt over and be like thumbs up to yourself you're like nazi <laughs> i think the only reason i'm bringing this up is because we're watching we were just watching schindler's list outside okay legit like, legit the last what half an hour weird. in this house has been a bummer <laughs> because 
I came home after a long day of work. Just can't wait and, to relax. Yeah. Stick, put your feet up. And one of our flatmates is watching Schindler's List <laughs> on, on TV. Just one of the biggest bummers of a movie To ever. be fair, she warned us. True. It was really fun. It's like, hey guys, yeah. anyone I'm done for Schindler's List? And then like fucking <laughs> 10 minutes into watching this movie, I get the news that Grant Imahara passed away. Yeah, man. Grant Imahara passed away today. Yeah. Like this morning. This morning, our time. And like... I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he was one third of like the Mythbusters crew uh, outside of um, the pair of Adam, Adam and, uh, and Jamie. Yeah. But that show, I cannot even begin to explain like how monumental that show was in Dude. my childhood. Like it's my, specifically Grant too. Because like he, he was such, he was like he was, it was the like, Asian guy, and he was yeah. like the cool, smart Asian. guy. Yeah, he was so nerdy, but he made he and he was like unapologetically nerdy, but he made nerdiness so cool on that show. Like he, he was, was, he could get shit done. Yeah, and I guess like back when I was watching the show, and I was like fourteen or fifteen, I wasn't being conscious about the fact that oh, I'm being represented on screen in some way. Yeah, man. But like subconsciously, for sure, like that was some empowering shit. But also like. It was it was it was legitimately just one of my favorite shows. Yeah. I, it was one of the few shows that I actually went on like the fan boards, like the discussion boards mm-hmm. and like the, whatever equivalent of Reddit was back in 2000 and like it was equally educational eight. and entertainment. It really was like edutainment for yeah. full on. The current iteration of it breaks my heart into a million pieces. It's not right. To, what is it? I don't even it's watch. just the same show with different people. Is it really? Yeah. Ew, gross. Yeah, right? It's like, why Why even do it? Um, but, man, like, yeah. rest in peace, gone way too soon. Yeah, 49 years old of a random brain aneurysm. Jesus Christ. Like, it's, man, like, it's always stories like this that just make me want to like reevaluate my entire like daily routine. Yeah. Like I can be eating better, I can be sleeping better, I can be taking more supplements. Like we're definitely like we're not that far in age, Mm-mm. are we? No. Ish, 5 years apart, 6 yeah, years apart, ish. something like that. Like we're definitely like closer to an age where like physical life is gonna get difficult <laughs> yeah you know what i mean you feel it you feel it i would say you feel it in like your 30s yeah but like you also adjust even you know even I mean? your late 20s it starts to adjust like especially okay like the big thing i guess the big difference is like or like the the the, the turning point for most people in their mm-hmm. mid to late 20s is when your metabolism just stops Totes. being what it was Totes. and like um you can't live like an invincible bottomless pit anymore <laughs> you know like you can't just stuff whatever the hell you want to in your face. You actually have to pay attention to the things that go inside of your body. Yeah. Like, sure, I've been conscious about it more for the last few years, but I feel like I could be doing a much better job because I'm a grown man that still eats bags of Doritos and occasionally sugary cereal. But it's interesting you bring that up because on the same token, you can worry about your physical health and taking care of that, which is, of course, very important. Mm-hmm. But I think a big part of it as well, and like this came up on Reddit as well, mm like this old photo of the office crew with uh, Andy Bernard and Creed and, and them fill us with the caption, like that, that, that beautiful Andy Bernard quote of like, I just wish that I knew that I was living the good times while I was living them or, or whatever. I paraphrase, mm-hmm. but I think that, yeah, something about looking back, I wish I had known it was the good times while I was living in the good times. Yeah. So like, if you recognize that, like, wow, I'm at the peak of my power. I, I have family that I love. I have people that I love and take care of and stuff. That's the kind of shit, yeah. you know, that's also worth looking into. For sure. Like, you, you definitely don't, 
like I, I guess it, um, a similar kind of train of thought is like the grass is always greener, right? Like you always look back at your past as being like better. Yeah, I think something about getting older is like being it, like one of the cool things about adulting, like legit, is like not caring too much about being old. Mm. I know that because I, I tend to hang out with people who are younger than me, like yourself, like my girlfriend. And it's just like, ah, but at the same time, I'm like, man, getting old is kind of cool. But yeah. there are drawbacks, like, you know. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind getting old. Like, I, I really, like, the, the, the parts about getting old that might bother other people don't really bother me. Yeah. Like, starting to become irrelevant, starting to not know what new music is. Like, yeah. A lot of those things are like... Like, lingo? <laughs> yeah. Like, when the people are like, that song is on fleek, it slaps. I'm like... No cap. <laughs> I don't, know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what those mean. Yeah, I don't know what any of that shit means. Um, like, I don't mind those parts of it. I just don't like the parts where, like, I can't just, like, live recklessly. <laughs> like, I mean, you I, never could, to be honest, to be well, fair. I, well, I, I had more leeway to live recklessly. Like, yeah. I didn't feel the immediate consequences of treating my body like a garbage dump. Like, what's reckless? Like, what's... Re- okay, so, like, one thing about living recklessly, and, and you you do a little bit, to be fair. Yeah. Um, when I was like 13, one of my first really good friends I made after I moved to the Philippines, yeah. he died in like a super random car accident, Ooh. but he was reckless. Like he was speeding on like this thing. And I was like, right. We, we, okay. So, you know, yeah. I'm, I, I'm like not reckless when it comes to like the, the well-being of others. Just like I'm not going to drink and drive. I'm ongoing not, recklessness of it's, your it's, own life. Yeah. yeah. Like, for, like for example, like back in, back in secondary school and into like junior college and all that, like I even into college, college. <laughs> Yeah. And army. <laughs> I just got into random fights. Yeah. Like, like not, not like real, like, fisticuffs. But it was more just like, let's go. You know, like, you want to go, bro? Is that something you'd ever it was, say? It'd either just be like sparring or just be like, like a wrestling match in the Oh, backyard. yeah. I saw you get, like, the last time was like the last time we were allowed to have a lot of people over here. You got into a wrestling match with Sandra. I'm yeah. like, this is interesting. Yeah. Riley for the, for the, choke out yeah also on the on our uh insta live oh, right I forgot, here i forgot we were on instagram live <laughs> agnes says 2020 has been truly shit can we just end 2020 in july and my thing is like what makes you think 2021 is gonna be better uh, huh <laughs> yeah like what if it's just like a nosedive to to like shitville from yeah. here on out like trump's second term Ooh. or kanye's first term jesus christ <laughs> Oh gosh! I mean, it, it, it's it's very possible that it, that from here on out, the world just gets worse and worse. Like, well, you know, what if what if like the world has 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 now gone past its prime? You know? Yeah. Like, no, I think all, we were, all, all of its best days are behind her. I don't know. I think we were in its prime around the Cretaceous period before humans came along. Right. Fucking Cretaceous dinosaurs, dinosaurs roaming the earth. Yeah. Sharks were having a good time. The megalodon was around. Yeah. Yeah, man. It took an asteroid to take them down. We're taking ourselves down. That's the sad part. It's like an internal implosion. Yeah. Uh, we're still on Instagram live here. Um, in case you haven't uh, uh, kept track, as of last episode, we're doing a thing where we're spending the first few minutes of the show on Instagram live as well to kind of like, you know, cross two platforms together, but also gather up some of your questions that we will talk about at the end of the show. Yeah. So for those of you watching live, two minute warning, we're going to go off in two minutes. So anything you want us to talk about or any questions you might have, any randomness, just throw it out there. Put it in the thing and we'll talk about them later. For now, we're just going to ignore you. Um, but not yeah. you, listener. Yeah. We're just ignoring the watchers because watching things is so basic. Yeah. My Podcast. tattoo's a hit tonight, can I just say? <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Um, um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if the listeners know this, but you have like just ginormous tattoos. Like, I have three tattoos that yeah. are 
two are one's huge one yeah. covers like the left side of my back yeah one covers my uh chest my left chest and one so they're all connected so one's on my upper arm and it sucks i told this story before but i repeat it again because it's so annoying and you guys can see it I- i'm an actor obviously mm-hmm. uh, obviously i'm an actor uh and i told my tattoo artist hey it's important to me that my tattoo doesn't go below a certain line so that you can't see it when i'm wearing a t-shirt mm-hmm. he was vietnamese and didn't understand right and kind of just did his thing you have to wear like three quarters yeah I'm, I'm a henley guy mm-hmm. by the way if anyone has got recommendations for good henleys lightweight ones that are not too short hit me up i, get I love all, a good henley i get all my hen I, I used to like wear exclusively henleys uh-huh. for like the better part of like the early 2010s, I would say. Okay. Up until like three years ago, I wore exclusively, like, that was like my thing. I had about like seven to eight different shades of Henley. From where? From yeah. to- All from Top Man. Top Man. All ah. from Top Man. All from Top Man because like they don't cost that much. Like, um, they're fairly durable if you wash them smartly. <laughs> um, and they're still in good shape. I think I have like two in that closet right there. I just don't wear them out as much. H&M went through a phase where they would constantly put out Henleys. I think they're still doing it or yeah. they may have gotten over it. The one where they, they stitch like the little thing that makes it so you can keep, roll the sleeve and keep it there, yeah. which I hate. I actually removed those. It's a, it's a weird... It's like a it's like a sleeve on your tricep. Yeah, it's like a button on your tricep. Yeah, yeah. So I remove those. Um, yeah. but the weird thing is that the quality is different. Like I bought like four of them. Yeah. Three of them like disintegrated, and one is like lasting me a lifetime. I don't really know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. But I like that one. So I want I, more of those. I'm a fan of the Henley because like I feel like it shows, like, the the the, the amount of neck that I'm com- that I want to show. Right. It's not quite a V neck. Certainly yeah. not a deep V. Yeah. But it's more interesting. It's it's yeah. like a it's like a crew neck that's giving you a, like a little peak beyond. Yeah, it's it's like a slutty crew neck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a conservative V neck. Kind of look at it that way. But it's like, it's the reveal though that's funny. It's like hello. Yeah. Hit a little bit of collarbone. I'm trying to think like what's what's like my my thing now like because legit like for the longest time I was just wearing lots of Henleys. Yeah. Because they fit me well. They were like. They, like you know, you wear them right, and like you can kind of see like some some bicep action yeah, little going action, on. Little action, yeah, because like they're always like kind of like hugging. You don't mm-hmm. really see like super loose Henleys, um, but I feel like I I I I have I don't know what my own sense of fashion is anymore because twenty twenty has kind of screwed that up a bit. Yeah, mine is um um uh, singlets and gym shorts with no underwear. <laughs> Dude, like this is probably way too much information. But for like the first uh, f- month or two, yeah, of the of the of remember the days of Dorscon Orange yep, slash no, barely yeah. pre Phase One and all that, I would just not wear underwear. Like I just got so comfortable. What changed? Because I still don't wear underwear. Like, this is a rare occasion that I'm wearing underwear because I went I to guess go I teach just, class. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm going out more. Right. That's but bef- but before, when the only reason I had to go out was to go to the supermarket, I just went commando. Oh, I I wouldn't go commando outside of the house. Pussy. No penis. Oh right, sorry. Yeah, no. I would just like penis go be showing. Yeah, <laughs> I would just go to the supermarket, like. I don't know. I, I I just I don't like. I would consciously like be like, should I put underwear on? And then I would also consciously go like, no. <laughs> but because, also because it's like a less than an hour trip there. And yeah, back. to be fair. But my thing is that I, I like going commando when the shorts I'm wearing are of a nice fabric, mm. like a terry cloth cotton yeah. or like a like a gym yeah, short yeah, material, yeah. so it means yeah. comfortable. But like if I had to put on like a chino or a mm. jean, a jean, oh no, I no, would no. never go commando in a jean. Zzz. 
talking about jeans, I I legit have not worn jeans in like months. Yeah, I remember like the first day it broke, uh, uh, phase two opened. We were like, I was like, I'm going to put on jeans. And I'm like, I don't like them. <laughs> they're, they're just too much. There's too much There's clothing. Too much fabric. Too much clothing. But yeah, like... Maybe maybe there was something about like the sense of like danger, like of going commando in the wild, that like it was it was it was just the perfect amount of excitement during the time of COVID. Like you had a little secret from everyone. Like it was it was more like I I could I wasn't getting my kicks anywhere else. Like life had lost a lot of variety, so maybe like the danger of a boner in the supermarket was kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're like you're like mask on, underwear off. Like, let's do this. Like, how would I hide it? <laughs> I guess like it's more about like that challenge. Like, if it happened in the supermarket, in the middle of the supermarket, like in the vegetable section. This is Nathan talking about an erection, by the way. How do I hide it? Like, how would you hide it? I guess just uh, put the basket. In no, front there's of you. the whole like you know like you put your hands in your pockets and then you extend your hands out like that kind of a thing. But then you just look like you have two erections. No, no, like you, you, you have to put both your hands in your pockets. I'm okay. trying, to, I'm trying to demonstrate. It's kind of weird. This so is then very you strange. look like you have three erections. No, it just looks like you're. F- yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess the basket. Just don't forget. Don't accidentally just hang it there. Or just like go to the aubergine section and like just wait there for a while. <laughs> Hopefully they get distracted. Okay, <laughs> like like wait, your 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 penis is camouflaged amongst the aubergines. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Okay, so I think I have um, a bunch of questions. Whoa, Jesus! Like way too many questions. No, now they're just talking, which I'm okay with. No, no, no. There's a questions tab that only I can see. That's a thing. Yeah. Oh, and, cool. Um, there's there's a there's a decent amount of questions. I was not ready for this, but we will we will try to talk about it. Um, and see what we can get to. Maybe do a speed round. But for now, we're going to continue on with the podcast listeners and say goodbye to the the IG Live yep. people and tune in to the episode tomorrow to get more of this. Thanks, guys. Bye. We love you, Instagram peoples. This must be weird oh, to listen Oh, fuck to. them. I really hate those Instagram people. <laughs> this must be weird to listen to. I'm I don't realizing. know. It, I'll, it, I'll it, listen to the episode. I haven't done that in a while, but I'll check it. But it, I think it's fine. It makes me think like, huh, like, should I edit, edit this out? But yeah, dude, like I I have not listened to an episode in years. I think I was listening into like the 60s, 70s. Yeah? Yeah, and I was still really enjoying it to be honest. I that's weirdly narcissistic. <laughs> no, I'm like I'm like Nathan, so funny. That's what I'm thinking. It's like just listening to like yourself half the time. <laughs> yeah. I zone out when I talk cuz I know what I said. <laughs> um I listened maybe up to like the 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like QC, QC. The first few were really just for audio quality. Mm. And then like into the mid 20s, I think I was listening because like I was I was really trying to listen out for like my my own what do you call it? Like um just like deficiencies Ticks. when it came to the medium. Wow, you're really good. I can give a shit. No, it was, it was, I was listening. I'd be like, "Well, this is so much fun." Because, because like it's such a new thing, right? Yeah, to, true, to, true. to go from like nothing at all to like a podcast. Yeah, and and like and now we're veterans. Oh my goodness! I feel like there should be a club. Like we're the we're we're the veterans of the local scene. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> who's close to us in episode? Count? I'm so ignorant of the podcast. I know that. I think I've met like four people over Corona who've launched a podcast. Like it's yeah. definitely a thing. Well, to be fair, like yeah. if you're gonna talk about like the Podfathers of Singapore, like you would you would refer to like people like Mr. Brown. Yeah. Even though like his podcast was the history guy, right? 
What? What am I making that up? Isn't that the guy who talks about Singapore history? Oh, that's PJ Thumb. Damn it. Who's Mr. Brown? I'm sorry. Mr. Brown, he used to do like... So awful. Um, like a lot of funny little skits. I guess the definition of like memes. Like he did early memes. Just like, on the podcast? Just in podcast form? Um, Yeah. Like last time on video podcasts and audio podcasts. Hey. And then probably like whatever the equivalent of like E-Bombs World was back then. Right. Um, but whatever, he was... He was one of like the OGs in Singapore, and he's still doing it today. But I guess now he's doing it more like traditional long form style. Whereas right, right, last right. time it just used to be like these like quick little clips and sketches and stuff. But yeah, I I remember early on listening to a bunch of them just because I was trying to be super conscious about like us talking over each other. Yeah, I remember the, that the pace, mm-hmm. um, like just the weird ticks that I might have in conversation. And now, you know, I I feel like they all still exist, but I just don't care as much. Yeah. And also like, we we got our crowd, those of us, those who like us, like us. <laughs> and those people are like, the overlap too much. I'm like, I'm like, goodbye, Karen. Yeah. But you know, we don't really have to assume what you think of us anymore because <gasps> yes. hey, guess what? Um, in case you missed it, last week we launched a survey um, that you can take for free for free <laughs> it's, it's a totally free, free. It's a free survey like, hey, hey. What, a, what a fucking deal um and it's on our instagram bio uh the link is right there and here's an exciting thing because surveys can be boring yep if you do the survey you stand a chance to win a pair of razor wireless headphones what wait are they wireless or am i making that up they might not be wireless <laughs> they're not i'm pretty sure they're not but they're gaming but you know what's great is that they're yeah. great for like um in this day and age of corona they're really good for meetings and yeah. like watching movies like if you've never watched porn like fully blasted out i mean these are sound canceling so it's like thx spatial audio supported yeah you can hear where all the moans are coming from yeah all around um, but was, yeah. uh, before we started, I was trying to find a price for this thing because I think it's worth a lot, and I wanted to confirm that. Oh, we would, are we going to just straight up tell people how much? Are, it's aren't worth? we supposed to? Aren't you like we give, we're giving away something worth a cash prize worth blah blah blah? I don't know. I feel like that's hokey. Just believe us. Believe me when I say that this is a good thing. It's like a proper proper like headset with like a microphone inbuilt into it, and like probably a bunch of other technological yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, doesn't the blurb right there, can't you just read out the specs? Oh, yeah, I mean, okay, the, fine, the, the fine. Features I'll anyway. read the specs of the Razer Kraken Ultimate. It has THX spatial audio. It Boom. has active noise-canceling microphone. Boom. It has aluminum and steel construction. It has eyewear-friendly cooling gel You cushions. can wear glasses with these motherfuckers. That's a big deal. And it has custom-tuned 50mm drivers. I don't really know what a lot of that means. But it's great. It's a good headset. So if you want to stand a chance to win it, do the survey. Let us find out more about you. And like, it's really just so that we can fine tune this show. Mm-hmm. And like, because right now what you're listening to is just us kind of walking around in the dark with like our hands tied behind our backs. And, um, it, you know, arguably successful, but could be better. Yeah. <laughs> and we could do with your input. Yeah. Um, and if it helps to, to, to incentivize you doing the survey, not that many people have done it. Honestly, I'm disappointed. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I am disappointed. So like, if you well, join, where, where if did, you, no, let's yeah. put it, let me reframe it. Yes. If you do the survey, you stand a pretty high chance of winning. It's not going to be like, oh, I stand a one in hundred chance of winning. No, it's much lower than that. <laughs> yes. But also, I mean like, yeah. 
just do it. I'm it'll it'll help to, us. Yeah. And like you, you can get, we'll give you like, we'll, we'll also throw in a signed photograph, an autograph photograph. We can do that. Don't worry. We have the power. Sure. Uh, uh, Nathan was giving me the eyes there. He's like, what? Uh, yeah, like, we, we have a photo. We do. I haven't taken a photo, a photo in, 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 in months. Hey, we got a photo. So we'll have an <laughs> autograph photo as well as the headphones. And you know, it's garish to talk about price, but if you talk to someone who is in the know, they might tell you that these headsets cost upward of $200 Singaporean. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm not that kind of person, so I'm not going to say how much it costs. It's a good deal. It's a pretty good deal. Uh, but mostly, yeah, as Nathan was saying, you're helping out the podcast. You're helping us out in multitude of ways. So hook a brother up and do the survey. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Do you like doing surveys? No. Okay. <laughs> so I understand completely. Um, but I will say this. I have done surveys for like things that I care about mm-hmm. just because like, they I, asked I, you I, to. I, yeah, yeah, I care about the people making it. So, like, I want, like, they, they give me shit for free all the time. So, like, what's, like, five minutes of my day? Yeah, and I got to tell you, I mean, as Nathan said, I, I don't think there's a disappointing amount of results, responses, but the, but the, the, well, the, well, the ones I, that have come I'll, in. I'll say it. It's disappointing. You suck. But the ones that have come in, like, we hear you. Some, some of you guys have really great ideas. <laughs> and I hear you. Only 50% of the people know, so far like our games. So we'll stop with the games. <laughs> like, uh, But yeah, cool. If you like the games, shout out at us or do the survey and correct us. But for now, that's the way it is. Really? 50% of people don't like the games? 57.5% of the people. Maybe, said, maybe. It's, said it wasn't one of the main reasons. For, no, excuse me. Only fifty-seven point nine percent of the people said that gaming wasn't important. Uh, the games were important, part were the main one of the main reasons why they listened. You That's should, how it's phrased. You should you should split the question and go like, whose games do you prefer? Oh Nathan, God, John or Nathan? You guys can put that in the comments. There's a comment section there. <laughs> uh, uh, um, so. Uh, what do you want to do next? Because I have a whole bunch of questions. I mean, the last time the questions took quite long a time. Okay, they, they took a decent amount of time, but I want to talk about like a like one thing that has been fascinating me and mm. scaring me a little bit, What's Wor- that? worrying me mostly. What's that? Have you heard that in the last, I, I guess, few days or maybe even weeks, mm-hmm. um, free Britney Spears has been a trending topic. From what? Free Britney For Spears what? or um, hashtag Free Britney or hashtag Save Britney. So there's a theory going on online. What the fuck? Yeah, there's a theory going on online based solely off of Britney Spears' Instagram posts that she is, for lack of a better word, under duress. Mm. And I, I don't want to believe it because it sounds kind of outlandish and conspiracy theory-ish. But I'm looking at her Instagram page and looking at some of the videos that she's been posting over the last few weeks. Okay. And something's definitely like off. Okay. Is it not just that she's under Corona lockdown and she's kind of like going a little bit loopy like we all are? Can you explain a little bit more? I'm just going to play like a really... No, that's not. That's that's the wrong one. That's oh, she one. supports the LGBT? There's something wrong with that? <laughs> no, that's the wrong one. I clicked on the wrong thing. Um, it's just... She sounds the fucking weird. She looks fucking weird. What my favorite song is? My favorite song is "Toxic" that I have done, and I have no idea what my. Oh my! This song is really strange. World is. The second question is a lot of you have asked me. So like it's it's, it's really weird. It's okay, hard yeah, to describe. Yeah, yeah. You guys it's have hard to, look, to describe. You have to watch it. It's in the show notes. You have to look it up yourself. But in the show notes, um, something just feels 
off. Especially, and, and I, I'm not an avid follower of Britney's career, but you know, she's had her rough times. But I was under the assumption that she kind of bounced back ever since, you know, Will I Am and Britney Bitch. Um, <sighs> but so a lot of people are theorizing right now that she is kind of like under the um, control of her overbearing father slash dadager manager kind of situation. Um, the, nothing has been confirmed or denied, but like, let me just dig up some of the comments from her latest post. Yeah, while you do that, I, like, let me just describe what you just, like, you just heard it, but like, here's what I saw is that it looked like, the closest thing I can think of that it looked like, it looked like those videos of freaking Vietnam POWs giving interviews where they're forced to say good things about the Vietnamese government. That's the only thing I, I also realized that as I say that, no one probably knows what the fuck I'm talking about, but it's a thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know how to put my, I, I can't really put my finger on it. I, I don't know what it is, but it feels strange. And maybe it has something to do with the fact that like, and this is just like a side thing. Yeah. Like, do you think it's because like she hasn't really changed her look? Like ever i mean she shaved her head like you know, in, in the sense that you know like how like um a lot of like big pop stars and celebrities as they get older they kind of transition into like looking older i totally hear what and, you're like, saying because being... I, I was going through this article about it and i'm like oh why is there an old photo of britney but that's her today like she's wearing like a yellow yeah like she's, sunshine she's crop top kind of situation of, she's kind of dressing and like making herself up like the way she did when she was like, like late 90s yeah, when yeah. she was like nineteen or twenty, she's you know, thirty nine now. Like power to her and all that stuff, but it's it maybe that's part of what's making me uncomfortable. Like it, it's almost as if like are you trying to hold on to something that's not there anymore, or like is there some weird? I don't know what it is. Like I I, I cannot even begin to speak for what her life is right now because she's lived a ridiculously insane life and she cannot possibly co- have come out of it a normal, sane, sure. balanced human being. What what is conservatorship? I don't know, but basically, okay, let me just dig up some of the comments from her last post. Please that do, yes. The caption is pretty much just, God bless you all, and it's her looking this way. Eee, creepy! Yeah. <laughs> and some of the comments um, that have been going through most of the posts in the last few weeks have been, Brit, are you okay? Please post a video for all the concerned fans. Next comment. Um, <laughs> she knows we know. <laughs> oh my God. Next one. Wear something pink in the next post if y- something is wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just it's something's happening. I don't know what's happening, but like maybe maybe nothing's happening. <laughs> but there's definitely some kind of conspiracy theory shit happening right now with mm-hmm. with with pop queen legend Britney Spears. Oh God, I found like I found something on. I'll share it in the group uh, in the in the group. I'll share it in the show notes again. But yeah, I found a write up basically. Putting, putting down all like all the theories into one post. Yeah, I'm sure that exists. I haven't dove way too deep into it yet, but I, I I'm 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 morbidly curious slash concerned. Like, could this be like an Amanda Bynes kind of situation, where it's just gonna go off the deep end? I don't know, man. What what happened? Is she, where is she? Is she in prison? Amanda Bynes? Yeah. No, she's just. Well, she's not doing it. She's just. Not working, I, right? Okay, so, so, so like I always get so conflicted when it comes to these things because it's so clear that like all these young child stars, they have they 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 just they live under a microscope. There's no way that they come out of it well adjusted. Yeah. But at the same time, 
like when you see them today where they have shunned the limelight and they're kind of doing their own thing just because it doesn't suit like the frame of like a famous person or like what you think a pop star or a famous actress should look like doesn't mean they're not living their best life right you know so it's hard for me to like say that oh like it looks something's wrong with amanda Bynes or whatever but oh okay just just to help clarify because i asked what is a conservatorship basically it's that her i guess it's her father since 2008 has been in complete control of her finances and like mm. decision making basically it's usually meant for people who have dementia right like that's what the that's why they have it that's why it's a thing wow what the fuck this is crazy what a weird kettle of of worms a can of worms you open up here nathan this is a lot of shit to read into yeah it scares me a little bit because like it's it's i hmm. oh these these are like celebrities that we grew up with right yeah totally and like I was not the biggest Britney fan. Sure. But to say that like she didn't represent like some kind of goddess like figure in my teenage years would be lying. She mm-hmm. definitely took that mantle. Like she, she was just like the queen of pop as far as I was concerned. Yeah. And for someone to be in that position at one point in their lives, like it, it messes you up for sure. For sure. And actually, so yeah, her dad has been in complete control of her life, her body and her finances state since the meltdown when she shaved her head in 2007. Oh, no. So it's 13 years this guy has been like complete control over her. Oh, no. That's crazy. Man. Okay, well, I want to look into that a little bit more, but I, yeah, that's crazy. I blame K-Fed. <sighs> it's hard not to. Completely blame K-Fed. Don't yeah. date your backup dancers, guys. <laughs> I don't know, man. You, got, you, got, you have some cute backup dancers, <laughs> Nathan. Um, yeah. Uh, we talk okay. There's another thing I want. Another couple of things I want to talk about before we dive into the uh, audience questions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, we talked about Grant and Mahara. Did, were you following the Naya Rivera stuff too? Yeah, the g- yeah. the Glee actress who played Santana. Mm-hmm. Dude, that sucked. It's almost as if that show has like a weird curse on it. Straight up curse, man. That's three pe- Three of their biggest stars from that show have died. Wait. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mark Sailing. Yeah, he killed himself, didn't he? Yeah, he, he killed himself after being found out he was uh, he had like lots of child pornography. Yeah, I forgot about that second part. Yeah. I remembered the child porn part. I did. I forgot that he offed himself. Yeah, Jesus. Um, I I I I don't have that close of a connection to the story. It's heartbreaking, and I yeah. and I read up about it. I was just never like a Glee. Yeah, here's the if you follow here's I was the here's never, the, I, was, I was never a Gleek. Oh, you never a Gleek? Yeah, fair yeah. enough. I I. I I've watched every episode, but uh, here's he had a really touching post about it because I mean, because she was queer, you know what I mean? Like she, she in like in the early t- mid whatever it was, like mid to late uh, early noughties when it first came out, and it was really influential. You know what I mean? And oh yeah, it, it was it showed, huge for the LGBT yeah. movement, the so, mainstream LGBT movement for sure. Yeah, and her her, her relationship with uh, Britney oh oh fuck with the character Britney S Pierce mm-hmm. to tie into her previous story i know nothing about the show yeah there's a there's a girl in the show named britney her name is there pierce was and an, her middle name is an s i knew so there's britney that, i knew there's an openly gay guy named kurt that's about yeah. it but yeah her, their, their relationship was really mo- moving and beautiful and it it really delved into because at first i mean at first i don't know if this is true but this is what hersey said that she was an extra on the show like she was just one of the ba- random cheerleaders but mm-hmm. then she like came out more and more until she was like a full-blown member of the cast mm-hmm. but her arc was pretty interesting because she was like the bitch mm. then of, of course you get into it and you delve more into it and saw it you see all sides of her it was a really compelling story and her voice was next level amazing mm. then after glee she didn't really do much but yeah fuck man can you imagine going out on on the lake 
just you and your four-year-old kid. Yeah. And I mean, the only thing I can say is that for her sake, I'm glad that her child survived. Yeah. Because if it was the other way around, like if I died and like my four-year-old, if I survived and my four-year-old child died, yeah. see you soon, bud, because I couldn't live with that. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Man, like the fragility of life is really just being shoved in our faces day after day after yeah. day after day. And like, I mean, as as Loki just kind of depressing and just very, uh, it's just a huge bummer to hear about on a daily basis um, uh, between people you love and or, or people from other countries or wherever. Um, I can't help but feel like it is good for like the global empathy chart, you know? I hope so. Like I, I, I really hope that all of this tragedy that we are collectively experiencing, um, like big and small, um, we just come out of it like more caring people, more yeah. more empathetic people. Like I, I really think that's going to be. <sighs> On the optimistic side of me, I really hope that is the byproduct of twenty twenty. Um, at the same time, you know, you think about it the the youth of today have gone through more trauma than like the boomer generation ever has <laughs> what do you mean just on the level of like it may maybe it's not like direct trauma of something that's happened straight to you mm. but like collectively we have definitely we're definitely like at the forefront of a lot of like you know we've experienced pandemics terrorist attacks shootings like um, we are made painfully aware of like deaths that happen way too soon. Yeah. Um, of th- people I, that I we hold very near and dear to our hearts, despite never knowing them personally. Yeah, I think the thing about that is the you know is basically the internet, right? Yeah. Because the boomers had, didn't have it great. They had the Cold War. They had Vietnam. They had like mm-hmm. the they had the Beatles breaking up. They had John Lennon getting shot. It's pretty rough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it sucks. But like, life goes on, and we do our best to honor the people who came before us and like you know it's just it's I, the way i see it it's like it's our responsibility then to reflect and to live the best life that we can mm. being as kind and as loving and producing as much good stuff in the world as you can i mean that's the only thing yeah that makes that, it worth anything that's you know? one thing that i'm like growing more and more conscious about like we were talking about age and all of that early on mm. in the show like the the one aspect that i feel i'm i'm getting more and more like conscious about beyond all the health shit it's just like I don't want to waste my time, you yeah. know. Like, th- th- especially like as your as as my twenties are coming to an end, and like my thirties are coming up. I feel like you know, thirties are like kind of the new twenties. It's the prime, baby. Ish, but like, at, but <clears throat> my twenties went by like fucking that. Yeah. It went by so quick. Like, I I was I was just I I was just in college. Like, what the yep. hell happened? Mm-hmm. And I guess it's just that constant reminder of like, man, it's night. Now is the time. Yo, to carpe just, the like, diem, man. Yeah. You just really got to carpe that shit. So like if any younger listeners out there, if you feel like, you know, Oh, I'm bored or like, what's there to do? There's a fuck time yeah. to do, but and you don't have time to do all of it. So exactly. do some of it. No, but also, I mean, just being aware of it. Like yeah. if you are going to, if you're going to sit in front of the couch and play a video game, fucking play that video, like really play it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I think that's the key. It's like, it's carpe diem, sure, be productive, do all that stuff for sure. But like, and also we can say that because we're artists, right? Like mm-hmm. we live for our work. But if someone's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking account the shit out of this accounting. It's a bit different. 
It's but, I, I think it's just as valid. What you're talking about is just commitment. No, it's about like, it's about choosing leaning in how you care. Right. So for example, I mean if cuz the quite opposite is true, right? Like or here's a I'll paint you a picture. If we have a listener out there, maybe this might sound like you, but if you're working, working, working and just working, working, working and not taking the time to like stop and smell the roses, pursue your passions. Pursue your passions or even like rest or like really Yeah go on a hike and really just take it like i mean it's it's a mindset man because like you can be productive you can be producing doing all this shit but if you're not like enjoying it if you're not if you're not savoring life Mm -hmm. that that's the thing it's about savoring life no matter how you want to define it yeah you know what i mean that's what that's what that's what it's all about my opinion i think pursuing your passions is one of like it's it's a very overstated thing you hear it in like every fucking like mm-hmm. campaign mm-hmm. and like everything like oh like, like pursue your passions and live your best life passion is possible yeah um all that stuff like it it th- there is a lot of truth to it and like i've given it so much thought like over the last few months especially mm-hmm. of all this time that we've had and like so like the last few months I've been prepping like this EP and all that mm-hmm. recording all that stuff. And like there were parts of it where I honestly just felt really stuck and just very like it felt like work. Yeah. When usually it doesn't really. And it made me think like my god, like are my passions shifting? Mm-hmm. And like, I I I've really been thinking about it the last few weeks and I think definitely yes but like because I, music has been such a part of my life for so long sure. and it's pretty much like a part of me at this point it's right. like an intrinsic it's almost like my my my, my third liver yeah. like do you have two livers no no you have two kidneys <laughs> well, i'm curious what the second liver is i guess <laughs> um it's 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 like it's really just like a, a another body part um but to say that like i'm as passionate about music as i was like say like six seven years ago wouldn't be completely true. I that's still okay, have, and that's okay. Yeah, exactly. You know? I still have so much love for it. But then now, like the exciting part is like finding like where is my passion? Where does it lie? Mm. And it's such a strange like time, I guess, like for me, because like it was always like I always knew what my passion was, or I thought I knew what my passion yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. It was very easy to lean into it because like it was very easy to just like jump in and like um, pretty much find opportunities to like let that passion flourish and grow and do things for me as well. Mm-hmm. But then now it's like, man, I, I need to figure out like something else. Yeah. Like, the, like there's something else that's calling out to me. I haven't figured out what it is yet, but I know like once I find it, it's going to grab a fucking hold of me and I'm not going to let go because that's how I tend to be when I like pursue passions. And that's not how I am with music now. Like I still approach it in the same way. I still have the same kind of like thought and like um, uh, uh, care put into yeah, it. Yeah, but I think you've also built up a lot of skills and experience. It, it, it just doesn't, you, you it know. just doesn't grab me by the balls. It's not, the as, it's not as exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Which is okay. Again, it's okay. I I know that, but like then I'm then I now that I'm like v- v- verbalizing, uh, verbalizing it. I'm thinking, huh? Is it because I just haven't performed in front of people? I was thinking so that long? too. I was thinking that too because you get like, the most joy of performing like, in front of I, people. Am I just an attention whore? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> Nathan, we have a podcast. We are both attention whores. <laughs> yeah, but man, like it, it it's it's definitely like given me a lot more like sympathy to like when when people tell me that they don't know what their passions are because mm-hmm. like they've been so inundated in like what they thought they had to do sure to a certain extent music which was which 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 was just happened to be my passion to a certain extent was also just what i just thought i had to do for yeah. a very long time but it's also a, posi- a position of privilege isn't it that we can very much you know yeah that we are in a position where we can pursue yeah 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 
jobs with so little security and yeah that make us so happy you yeah. know what i mean I, I keep putting the idea of an accountant but like that's a thing though yeah you know if if you're in a position where you have to work you have to work that nine to five that's that's fine that's totally cool not saying we're you can't not be saying, passionate about accounting yeah i mean there were and we're also not saying like leave your day job but it's like just suck the marrow out of life my friends in all its case in your personal life your professional life your spiritual life whatever you want to just don't let your life pass you by live with as few regrets as possible Full circle, dude. That's that quote by Andy Bernard. The the I wish I had known I was living. I have to look it up. But in that episode, he was he's saying the most beautiful rendition of um, you know that song that I will remember you. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. The That's, Sarah Brightman song, dude. Like when I think about The Office, it's such an amazing series and has so many good things. But that is by far the thing that stands out to me more. That still that song, still haven't that, seen it. And that quote that I for the love of me, I cannot handle. I cannot say. Yeah, you gotta watch it, bro. It's on. It's on Amazon. Prime. I know it's one of those shows that I I like. I there's no way I'm not going to love it. I love the people in front and behind the camera. It's just nine. How many? Ten? Eleven seasons? Ten. ten. Jesus Christ, that's like so much show here because it's killing me. Uh, here's the quote. I had to look it up. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's beautiful. Don't let your life pass you by. And weep <laughs> not for the memory. This is a really heavy episode. Fuck. Dick jokes. Um, oh, no. We had that bit about dicks and, and eggplants. What? We had that part about we talking about how our dicks are eggplants in the in the supermarket that's you, this episode's not that heavy you know i don't remember the things i say on this that show. is so true it's gonna bite me in the ass one day <laughs> one day just a super compilation of the fucked up things nathan hartono said well i mean um in not brighter news but i guess like more topical relevant Different news, news uh the elections in singapore are done yeah um to a more or less expected result of yeah. the pap winning most of the seats um man this this election cycle, like, and I guess it's probably a natural progression because I'm in my late twenties. Like, I was probably more invested in this election cycle than any other one before, right? Um, which you know, again, makes sense for the age and all that because you know, it's more than ever. It's more it's relevant to me, for sure. And like, it's and it also helps that I've just gained more awareness and consciousness and more political like, um, wherewithal, like how it happens in this country and all of that, and. It's so tough in Singapore because it's not as if the PAP has done like a shitty job running the country. Like they've done a, a, a very good job. Sure. Not a perfect job. Yeah. But you know, who the hell can do a perfect job running a country, no matter how small or how big? Like it's going to be difficult when you're dealing with like millions of people. I mean, that's how opposition works, right? Party in power does something. Part, another party sees that they, they think they can do better or things yeah. are more and you go back and forth and that's, yeah. that's, that's fine that's how it works yeah but like it, it, to say that like they're like a bad government and they need to go away is, that, there's just no truth to that um, but I will say man the system is fucked yeah sure <laughs> like the way um, like the because so Singapore goes by like the British parliamentary system mm-hmm. like, like you vote in like which parties get how many seats in the parliament and all that. Um, and the president is more of like a figurehead. You know, the prime minister is more the, the leader here. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, the system is so stacked against the opposition because of gerrymandering, because of the fact that they can break down the districts. Of course. Because, well, first of all, Singapore has 31 districts. Yeah. Is that weird? Yes. <laughs> you, shouldn't, you think it should be less? I think so. Okay, like just from my my monkey brain here. I again, I'm not like the most like politically aware. I just have like a 
I just have some political consciousness, I guess. Yeah, sure. I don't know about every fucking thing about it. But for a country this small, we can't possibly need 31 separate GRCs. But here's here's what I don't know. Yeah. So, I, again, I'm very much, I know the American system. I understand how a congressional district works, essentially. But how do these, what do these GRCs do? Like, does that... So do they like handle every, what happens in that neighborhood? So there's GRCs and SMCs. Right. And like the GRCs, there's several seats of parliament up for grabs and the SMCs is a single seat of parliament up for yeah. grab. And basically in every single district, it's going to be the ruling party versus one or two or three but opposition parties. Right. And the winning party will get all those seats in parliament. But okay, but here's my question though. So if you are the head of, if you're in the GRC for let's say East Coast, right? Because they're the yeah. hot ones. Yeah. Do they look out for the East Coast like, best interest is that kind of their deal i guess is that why they have to come up with a plan yeah they have to come up with a plan for the plan that's the plan and it's going to be the plan yeah um but that's kind of it but like at the same time it's 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 kind of not because, yeah, because i don't see people flocking to augang and zengang but it's also the the, the the people that they get for the job might not necessarily even be a part of that grc mm. so like they would technically be working outside of their like own GRC, um, but I don't know. It, it, it's this year in particular. The odds were completely stacked against the opposition. It always is, um, yeah. especially because of COVID and quarantine and like the inability to hold huge public rallies and only nine days to campaign and like it, the, the, there's yeah. just so much stacked against the deck. Yet this was probably like the most um, opposition Very that the PAP has ever faced. Yeah, yeah. like. In many districts, it was tight. Yeah. It was tight, 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 tight. Um, tighter than it's been, at least from my recollection. And It's um, still like a six-point victory. It was like yeah. the norm. Or but more. okay, this is where like, um, I, I'll, like, this is where like I say like the GRC system is fucked and there's way too many. Mm. PAP got 61% of the votes, but they left with 90% of the seats in parliament. Yeah. There's, there's clearly something wrong there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's along the lines of like, what the hell, popular vote versus electoral, electoral vote, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's just like how power keeps power, right? They, yep. They stack the odds in their favor. Yeah. While not illegal, it's definitely shady. Hella shady. Um, and, man, so I guess like this year's election cycle wasn't so much of like, oh, the opposition will win or like, let's vote the opposition in. It was more about like the PAP getting an approval rating, mm. like a, like a, like a mass like poll. Like a poll. Yeah. They were going to keep like majority regardless. Yeah, there was never any doubt about that. Yeah. So it's more of like to let them know like where they stand and where the people stand. And mm. I'm excited because like the voices have been heard. Yeah. And like they're super vocal. Like, yeah. Like more and more and more, especially because like even now like young people are getting involved in this. Like people that can't even vote yet because social media is such a, 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 a catalyst for conversation. Yeah. And not only that, I think like the important, for me, the important the thing that I've noticed is that's most important because for, let's face it, I've been here for like 12 years, but I never pay attention to politics. For one, it's like, for, it's always been just like very obvious what's going to happen, and two, it's just I'm not a part. Of, I, I I can't vote. You can't vote in the U.S. either. To be fair, You're yeah, super I know, invested in that. But that's super in my face. I'm not that invested. But but for one, okay. Sidebar. <laughs> my my friend who came over here who's also expat living in Singapore. He's like, we should have a vote. I'm yeah. like, why? Why we we're not citizens here? He's like, yes, but it's taxation without representation. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a vote? I, yeah, yeah. You can write a letter. Do PRs get to vote? 
Um, no, no, dad, right? That's wrong. Oh, that, that's but, that's, but this is a worldwide thing. This is always how it is, right? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. The PR thing because PR status is like vague. Yeah, it's like, quite. Like my dad is still a PR for real. Yeah, that's funny. He's still a PR, so he's never been able to vote. But he, he basically like his life is here. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. So like, and and also he pays a shit ton of taxes here. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know what happened last time? Taxation without representation. America was born. So, mm-hmm. but my point though was that what's exciting for me about this election cycle is the creation of like this opposition superstar mm. that like for once took a political guy that i okay i want to follow papa james <laughs> daddy J. you know what i mean he's fun he's articulate yeah he's articulate as hell man and he just he's a straight shooter i said that um chi sun juan was like the bernie of singapore yeah um james lim is like the andrew yang of singapore <laughs> yeah he's got a vibe to him he's like he's he's just like like you said straight shooter and like, kind of like meteoric rise if there ever has been Quite. one. Like they introduced him, and then like less than a week later they put him front and center to re- to represent the the workers party in a debate, and then like a week later he he's like the only person that wins. Yeah, he's in parliament. Well, he was one of the four in Senkang. Yeah. So yeah, he's in. But yeah, I mean, like the, just like the the whole thing that will just go down in history is like we cannot give the PAP a blank check. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's totally like that's yeah. For for sure, yeah, that was a like, dope closing statement. Yeah, like he just understood that they're gonna win. He's like, he's like, we all thought the same thing, but yeah. like he said it very plainly. Yeah, yeah, you can't give him a blank check. You have to challenge them. You have to. Yeah, and that's that's what makes Singapore great again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely an exciting time for politics in Singapore because for the first time in a very long time, I feel like, um, even though the elections went as expected, yeah. I don't know what the next cycle is going to bring because I feel like so many more people are like very aware of what's happening. Yeah. And like, especially with this year and all of the weird fuckery that happened. Because again, no hate on the PAP as a government, maybe a little bit of hate, but for the majority, good job, guys. Like I was born and raised with you as the leaders of the government. Hmm. And I think y'all did a pretty decent job. Not perfect, but- They're still doing it. I feel like you're giving them a swan song farewell message, but- (laughs) No, it's it's, it's more so like, I don't want this to be, be misconstrued as me going like- Boo baby, thumbs up, man. Boo baby. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're doing I'm not... a good job. Thumbs up, man. I'm, I'm not saying that. God, that was in the show notes last week. If you're so confused about what we're talking about, I'm not saying that. I just think that like the system could reflect the desires of the people a lot more. Yeah. Um, like, but I think uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, forty percent of the people voted for Workers Party. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. And not Workers' Party, but opposition, opposition. in general, right? Yeah, there were a lot of oppositions. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, uh, if, if speaking of <laughs> next cycles, I'm actually excited for our next segment, which I think is going to be my favorite segment. Because the thing about this podcast, Nathan, it's good hang. And we're hanging out with our listeners. So I love it when they have a little bit of a, a little bit of a say in what we talk about. A little back and forth. So, yeah. We were on, if you don't remember, we were on Instagram Live about an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Our time, in real time. Yeah. Not when you're listening to this because that's impossible. Yeah. Taking some questions. So I believe you have a bunch of questions for us. I got a whole bunch. I'm just going to randomly go to ones that catch my eye. This that's first cool. question is from Always Hungry. Hungry. He has... Um, or they. They or have... She. They have one question that says, what is the proudest thing you've cooked in your life? Ooh. Because I'm hungry. Wow, mm-hmm. the proudest thing. I have an immediate answer to this. Oh, I do too. Go ahead, you go first. Okay. 
Um, mine is I made Ratatouille from the movie Ratatouille. That's amazing. Because like, and and this was like a, several years back before like I was like cooking a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just looked, I, I saw this recipe, I think it was on Chef Steps or something like that. And I followed it. <clears throat> and I just remember being very impressed with how it turned out from the presentation to the technique and everything. It was just a lot simpler than I expected it to be. And it was probably the first time that I ever like plated something as nicely yeah. and have it like taste like some, it, it, it tasted special. Right. It didn't just taste like zucchini and squash together. Yeah. It, you're, it, it, yeah. Was, it was like, whoa, this is like some kind of flavor explosion. That's, that's why they made it, that's why they put it in the movie. Yeah. I I was like I I was very very impressed with myself. <laughs> you think what was the thought process behind that movie? They were like we want to have a, sh- a, a, a we want to have a movie about food in France, but we've got to have an animal because we're Pixar. <laughs> so, what dishes could we have it be? Should we make it Boeuf Bourguignon and have the character be a beef? That makes no sense. I think you're you're thinking about it in reverse. I'm pretty sure the thought process for the movie was like, Do you oh, want to call the movie Ratatouille? No, like I really think it was like, and I know you're trying to like do it, do a bit, but <laughs> but like, how do you think it is? I'm I, I genuinely, I genuinely think they were like, what is the biggest enemy of a kitchen? Rats. What if we make the rat the hero of the kitchen? And then we'll call it Ratatouille. Yeah. And then like that was yeah. just a coincidence. Yeah, I think so. What is the most? And, unlo- and then they decided to set it in France. <laughs> yeah, because the message is like a, sh- a a great person can come from anywhere, right? And a yeah. great chef can come from anywhere. It's basically Martin Yen's mantra: Yen can cook. Anyone can cook. Anyone can cook. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, my most proud dish. I had to think about it for a sec. But when I was like twenty one ish mm-hmm. or twenty. I cooked a full Thanksgiving dinner for my brother and a couple of friends in my shitty New York apartment. Wow. I needed a lot of help, to be fair, and the turkey came out at like 10 o'clock, mostly cooked. But yeah, there's a full-on, like, I made like three side dishes, a full bird. I left the giblets in, but it was still delicious. Yeah. I didn't know you were supposed to take that shit out. Um, But yeah, that was my most proudest. That was like my first huge meal that I cooked. Nice. Especially solo, so yeah. I tend to not like remember those very much i've done a few mm. of those where like i just cook like a huge meal mm. but i tend to not remember them because it's like a weird fever dream like right i le- like it, it's legit just such a mad rush because like I, I i enjoy cooking but when i try to take on too much cooking i just go into this like weird improvisational autopilot mode yeah you do that yeah. like, that that's so weird that it's what's so different between us like i'm a very big stickler to the recipe yeah like nathan will totally freestyle it yeah as, as, especially when there's like a lot of moving parts happening then i just get a little bit like ah, no i it. make a super i'm pre-planned <laughs> like literally if i make a big dinner i'll be like at this time i'm gonna be doing this this and this for this dish and i'm gonna be doing this this and this for that dish which is weird because yeah. i'm not usually that organized in life yeah mm-hmm. yeah i don't know like that that definitely happens to me and then like all memory of that it's just gone. Cooking session is gone. Yeah, That's because funny. it was it was just like a blur, and then like by the time I sit down and eat with everybody, I'm just like, like I, I feel like I just went through something. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not listening to what anybody's saying. I'm just kind of like, yeah, you're not even you're not even hungry because you just kind of tasted the whole time. And yeah, and I'm just like sweaty and weirdly hot. <laughs> it's super satisfying though. <laughs> I love it. I love. Yeah, the, the only satisfying part about it is like at that point, I guess when like after like c- preparing a meal that caused you like a panic attack yeah. is like feeding other people. Yeah. That that feeling never gets old. Never. Okay, next cool. question. Great question. Thanks. Um, I guess this one gets into more like personal, but this question asks, I'll leave it anonymous. 
How would you convince your close friend to end things in、Whoa. a toxic relationship? Oh, wow. This、mm. is weirdly pertinent.、Mm-hmm. Or in that I've gone through this multiple times.、Mm-hmm. <sighs> As in, like, your friend was in a toxic relationship. My girlfriend was in a toxic relationship. What? Yeah.、Um, like, while she was with you? Yeah, I'm the toxic one. No.、Um, <laughs> Previous boyfriends. Right.、Uh, I, I know、oh, a couple. Stayed, like, so, previous boyfriends that stayed on. Yeah. Right.、Um, I, I know a couple. It's, it's always, it tends to be the women in my life that I know that I've gone through toxic relationships. I think specifically what this person is speaking about is like she has a close friend that is currently in a, in toxic, a toxic relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. and is trying to figure out like how does she like help her out of it? Yeah. I think for one, I'm going to say this straight up. Do not say to yourself that it's none of your business.、Uh-huh. Like, that's the first thing. It is your business. Like,、okay. this is your friend. You care about them. Because it's very easy to be like, oh, it's not really、mm-hmm. my place to interject myself. It's、right. not the case. Right. And that's specifically with toxic relationships because it can take many forms. Yeah. I think so, that's the important,、um, like, kind of、uh, distinction here. Yeah. We need to really try to break down and with, with, with like, Major concern to this question asker. We need to really break down what a toxic relationship is because、sure. I think sometimes we might misinterpret. We might think that a couple constantly fighting equals toxic when it's、yeah. not always the case. So, part of it is that you have to talk to your friend and kind of figure it out.、Yeah. Okay, so there's a couple. Okay, I'm going to speak to two may, may general things that are often come up. One is the less, less Known less less common, I would say, but、mm-hmm. it happens. This is like a, a straight up phys- a physically abusive relationship.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's easy to see. That's bruises. That's, that's like the obvious, black eyes.、Yeah. That's 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 something you got to get your friend out quick. And that's、yeah. how to get him out of that is like you've got to get him to get counseling because、mm-hmm. what the comes what comes hand in hand with that is an emotionally abusive relationship. Yeah, like a fully emotionally abusive relationship. That's the most toxic. Like I'm talking straight up like gaslighting. Yeah, is a thing I had to really like open my eyes to because that's that's what. Some people that, I, that are close to me have gone through.、Mm-hmm. And this is, for those of you that don't know, it's the idea of one partner d- through many different tactics gaining control over their partner's life.、Mm. You know what I mean? Like、um, changing their truth.、Mm-hmm. Like, is it one of the big things? Like, mis- causing them to misremember things and like、mm-hmm. shifting blame around and causing them to. The other person to feel guilty over things they shouldn't feel guilty about. Yeah. These are things you have to worry about.、Um, there's, if you, it's basically like nefarious mind control. Pretty much. And the fucked up thing, or one of the fucked up things, is、yeah. that often the gaslighter, like the, the perpetrator, doesn't even know what they're doing.、Mm. They're just acting in a way that keeps the person、It's、defensive to them. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And、um, speaking from my experience, if, if it is that, if you suspect gaslighting, the real eye opening thing is that you can Google it. There's tons of like quizzes you can take. Like, yes or no quizzes.、Um, do you constantly feel that you're apologizing for yourself? Do you constantly、mm. feel like you always have to apologize? Do you constantly ch- double check and before you, do you triple think and double tri- triple think like before you say something? Stuff like all this shit, all this stuff. Yeah.、Um, and it becomes very clear. Like, if you give those, if, if, you, if you suspect that your friend is being the victim of gaslighting、yeah. or any kind of emotional, uh, Uh, duress, find some of these online quizzes and have them take the test. Because that's what broke through for、uh, the, this person I knew. Right. Like, I gave them a test that had 13 questions. They answered all 13 yes,、mm-hmm. which is very strange.、Yeah. I mean, not, not strange, but like. Part of the course, you know, I guess. No, sometimes you'll take a quiz and you'll be like, oh, this is kind of me. Yeah. yeah like, oh,、yeah, nine、yeah. out of 13. Yeah, yeah, pretty close. 13 for 13.、Mm-hmm. Definitely 100%. Her boyfriend at the time was a gaslighter. Yeah. And that, like, snapped her out of it and, like, she was gone the next day. Right. 
but I'm not envious of your position, Anonymous. Like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And I, I applaud you for being a very good friend. And I hope mm-hmm. it works out for you and your friends. Yeah. But but again, I want to reiterate. Like, really try to define this, like, toxic relationship. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes, like... Like, it, I, 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 I used to be as naive to think, like, if a couple's fighting a lot, that means they're toxic. Yeah. It does not always mean that. Like, I think it's more so about the obvious telltale signs that John's talking about. Yeah. But also things like... If there is a lot of like over justification yeah. for a partner's like bad behavior, yeah. or like if they are sucking the life out of each other in the exact same ways, I think that's a huge telltale yeah. sign of a toxic relationship. When like two people have very similar problems with each other, yeah, that means there's like a cycle happening there. It's like a very yeah. vicious cycle that's happening there that is that is only leading to unhealthy communication. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I'm also speaking to the most extreme, dangerous version, right? Because yes, like yes, some yes. people, are, I mean, there's there's a difference between like un- incompatible, they're just not right for each other, and eventually they'll break up or toxic. Because like that's dangerous. That's dangerous. Like physically, emotionally, people will get, carry those scars for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. And the dangerous thing about like some of the very deeply set toxic relationships is that yeah. sometimes they last. Sure. They last because like a lot because of times of the, one of person the, doesn't yeah. want to let go and the other person is too afraid to leave. Yeah, that's I mean that's that's part of the point of gaslighting. Yeah. So look out for things like one of the most obvious signs is like if you if you if you don't see your friend or even worse if your friend has if your friend who is a girl if you suspect them in a toxic relationship if they have to cut ties with all their guy friends mm-hmm. that is the most clear red flag. That's mm-hmm. it's, that's common among everything I've read. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big that's a big old pile of shit rouge flag le flag de flamme rouge flamme de rouge okay uh, next question oh gosh I think this one might be incomplete okay this question is um, Mm -hmm. incomplete because it 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 just is let's just try our best we'll finish it for them (laughs) there must be a reason why you're bringing it up so it must be good just because it's like the longest questions I feel like there's some meat in there okay yeah go for it question for discussion what would you do if you met someone online during circuit breaker and then he has to return to his country because his work per dot 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 work permit <laughs> no like work pr dot 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 per because his work promised promised him to that uh, a big fat check waiting work, for him at work home probed his butthole okay let's just assume that he has to go back home okay um, wow you met someone online during circuit breaker and then he has to return back to his home country so they use the term circuit breaker so they're in Singapore yeah. So we can speak to the specifics of that. But can I just say, yeah, fuck, man. Um, I know so many people, multiple people now who've lost their jobs because of this. And a lot of the, some of them are like, you know, not Singaporean. And they have to like leave. Mm-hmm. Fucking sucks. Yeah. But like, I mean, first of all, that's awesome that you met someone. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks that it has to end in or, you know, that it might have to end in this way. But all you really can do is, is first of all, realize that they're going through a real fucking rough time. Yes. Like... Life for sure and a lot of that could be losing you mm-hmm. but like you know at this point even if they're i don't know if they're if they're in a relationship or if it's just mm-hmm. an infatuation or whatever mm-hmm. but first and foremost no matter what it is you have to be their friend yeah and a friend is there to support and to you know whether that's like helping them take their mind off things or helping them look for jobs or yeah or or you know anything like that but like it sucks for you it's worse for them yeah and just try to be there and like at the end of the day you once you once you really put in all your efforts or really doing all you can that's in your control like once you put out like hundreds of fucking um job applications all you can really do is hope mm-hmm. 
and hopefully you get that lovely feeling of when hope is rewarded. Yeah. And so for, good luck. And, 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 and in respect to your partner being far, or this person that you met being far away, um, really just like, like John said, be there for them. Like, try to like, as much as you can, like, hold on tightly to this person, like as a friend or as a companion, whatever it is. Yeah. And even if you guys are a distance apart, this is going to sound super cliche, but if it's, if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. Like, just like, don't lose contact completely. Don't just like bail on it. You know, try a little bit. Don't be too pushy, whatever it is. But if, if it's meant to go on yeah. or if it has a life after um, circuit breakers over, after COVID's done, it, it, it'll find itself. Yeah. And I just had a thought here. I've never really thought about it this way, but I think it's a pretty good one is that, you have to be open, right? You have to be open to opportunities, even if that opportunity is for you to move on. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if there's an opportunity for you to continue a long distance relationship or for you guys to somehow be together, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. If, if what the universe and what your heart is telling you that, Oh, you have to put this away. That has to be an option too. Yeah. And you'll, you'll be fine. You'll figure it out. Like I'm again, I'm bringing up age again, but as I get older, I'm really starting to believe in like the whole like the right one will happen in your life like yeah when it's when the right time comes sure like i didn't used to believe that when i was younger mm. not at what all what did you think instead yeah make I, it happen yeah i was very you, much you're my girlfriend and it, it was more so like I, th I always thought like there's probably multiple people out there for you and then like if you find someone you know you really try to make it work i i used to have a really dumb like naive point of view in relationships yeah i, I listen to your music yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> le like legit, yeah. <laughs> legit in my early teenage years, I was thinking like, why, why would anyone ever break up? Uh, I'm not even kidding. Like, I, 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 I had a legitimate thought of like, why would anyone Love ever... Love is so beautiful. Yeah, why would anyone ever break up? Like, why would you get together with someone if you knew you're going to break up with them? That's how stupid I was with those things. Because <laughs> like, bear in mind, I didn't have my first girlfriend until sure, sure. I was like uh, 20. 26, yeah. 20, yeah, 29 21 20, yeah around there um, and I was just way too much of a coward to ever like <laughs> put myself out there when I was younger because yeah, yeah. like but but I, I always saw it with such like a weird rose tinted kind of lens I guess of thinking like if you find somebody you stick with them right yeah. That's, no <laughs> um, but as I get older I'm, I'm really starting to believe in the fact of like the right one will happen and you will know. Yes, because I mean, fucking cheesy as that sounds. As no, like, but like, dumb as that it's might great sound. because at the, also what's not being stated there is that you evolve as a person. Yeah. So like, the right person for you might not be the right person for you right now. But mm -hmm. give it, give yourself a little time to develop, and yeah, you, who knows what can happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love is awesome. Good Stick luck with it. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Okay. Um, the next few are kind of just like rapid fires ish. Uh, perm your hair. It's very therapeutic. Yeah, I saw that one was directed at me also. Mm -hmm. Well, I think they were saying that they liked getting their hair permed and that I should get my hair permed. I don't, I've never done that. You don't have enough hair to perm. You mean it's short or it's fine? It just looks pretty tight to your scalp. Like, what does that mean? Like, don't you need some length to perm? I don't even know what a perm is. Does like, it make it like, straight? Does it make it curly? Does it, it's a curl. Oh, okay. It's yeah. like some kind, well, it's not, it's the opposite of making your hair straight. <laughs> right. I think it's yes. wavy, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just the opposite of making your hair straight. Whether yeah. it curls it or waves it, I don't know if that's like specific. I feel like I would look so fucking weird with anything but 
the hair that I have. I, I had a perm once. Yeah, it suits you. It was a phase. Well, that's arguable. <laughs> like, I I enjoyed it at the time due to its novelty. Yeah. Um, but I look back at pictures now and I'm like, oof. I tell you what, though. I could really use some pampering. Like, I could use a mani-pedi and a massage. It's mm. been a while. I had a massage. I've had one massage nice. since, like, all of this, like, kind of calmed down a bit. Since you could, yeah. It was amazing. Did you have to wear your mask? It was a... No. Um... It was amazing. <laughs> it was just so good. I went. I went to that place in Dionbaru. Uh-huh. It's just. It's excellent. Nice. Um, I like how you don't mention where it is, so you don't blow up our spot. Yeah. Um, in Dionbaru. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll talk to you later. I got it. I got um, but yo, here's the thing about massages. I know this is not your question, but here's the thing about massages that like I don't know if it's this is just a me thing, but I I I. I enjoy this the part of massages where like I'm I'm getting deep tissue and blah 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 and just getting everything chilled and relaxed like, and just kind of yeah yeah but I for some reason always have a problem with the hole that you put your face in because I'll put my face there and maybe it's because of the size of my fucking head but inevitably like my chin will be in a weird spot and my neck is kind of pressed up against the bed so whenever they're massaging my shoulders or my back or anywhere in my upper body like. I am being like my neck is being pressed, like my throat, my gullet, that my sucks. esophagus is being pressed. Is this just me? It's not me. My esophagus gets like pressed up against the bed, and like it's just wildly uncomfortable, and I can't do anything about it. I'm trying to look at your face and compare it to mine. Like I think you have a taller face. I don't know what it narrow is because like, if I put my head to the side and then yeah, 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 yeah. then it's kind of like push up against and there's a weird, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. not the 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 geometry doesn't quite work out. So like I always try to like I'm always constantly adjusting mm, because I'm I'm constantly getting my esophagus squashed. You're getting choked out, man. In a massage, yeah. yeah. Like that's the one part of massage, uh, ness <laughs> that I haven't been able to like hack or figure out. Have you been on a massage table that's a little bit more like clinical, like the one where it's like instead of a hole in a bed, it's like two black kind of arms? Yeah, yeah. I've tried those where, like, especially Is the ones with like lots of joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you're almost like floating in midair when yeah, you're yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, I've tried those, and those are those work fine. So it's legit just the standard hole thing. Yeah, yeah. like the standard massage bed just does not work for my physiology. You know, you should try, and maybe it might not fit. But if you take two pillows and put it in, like you put them side by side, and you put your face in the gap, and that leads to the hole, that might help. So what Create I more distance. what I do do, <laughs> which I can't do in a lot of massage products because they just don't really have that hardware. Do you do? Yeah. Um, is like I'll put a uh, a pillow under my chest. Yep. And another one on like right at my forehead. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So then there's like a nice gap for my esophagus to go down. Just making a neck bridge. Yeah, pretty much. Huh. Because like, it's almost without fail. Anytime I go to like any massage place, it's just like, all right, I'm up for a massage and a light choking. <laughs> Hey man, if you get used to it, <laughs> like there's a kink for that. Uh, I guess. Yeah, no, because I love it when they're really going hard. Like I really like a lot of pressure. So yeah, and especially on, on I, my I love it too, plates. and it feels great where they're pressing it. But just I'm just like where your neck's being pressed. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's so annoying. That sucks. Um. Anyway, uh, if you anyone ha- if anyone has any more life hacks for Nathan, hope that answered your question. Um, Perm. Yes. <laughs> this next question: Would you rather be a donut or a croissant? Ooh. No, that's not even hard. I'd be a donut, man. I want to be fucking French. Yeah, I don't. Be, I don't want to be some kind of flaky French. You prefer to have a hole right in the middle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of the last time I had a donut. Donuts used to be like a regular part of my life. Regular? Fairly. 
Huh. Weirdly, weird, like I'm thinking about it now. I said that kind of just like off the off the cuff, but I'm thinking about it now, and it's true. <laughs> Donuts are great. <laughs> like for a for a good segment of like my younger years up till like the time where donuts were crazy in Singapore for a bit you remember that like Jayco yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like when before Krispy became ironically when when all of the donut places were starting to open yeah. in Singapore and like suddenly everyone was bringing donuts everywhere yeah I just rem- like I I, I I remember having donuts very often yeah you ever have a cronut I've had a cronut not my thing I, was it an official cronut like from the the one in New York? No. Okay, but like, what's it, the, in Singapore? There's De Palo, and they call I forgot what they call. It. They don't call it a cronut. They call it a some a, other portmanteau. A, a, a descent. I don't know, but it's pretty good. I like it. I understand it. Yeah. It's just too. It's too. Sure. It's, it's too, too much. It's too much. It's too much for me. Like I I I I like a sweet. I like a sweet treat, but like I hate it when they go overboard. Sure. Like. Even in any time I make my own desserts, I reduce the sugar by like For sure. thirty to forty percent. When I get any kind of like like sweet bubble tea drink, I always take the lowest percentage. Like I enjoy sugar, I just can't. I can't even drink a full soda mm. anymore. Like I think the last time I did was that time we had like Rupert root floats. beers, and I, I I I felt like I was dying. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that was a rough night. That's <laughs> <laughs> ultimately that's good. It was but just like, way too much like. Like sugar intensity. Like, have you ever had anything from Krispy Kreme other than their original glazed? Yes. Everything's too much. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, I'm like, no. Yeah. Because the glaze is like perfect. Even then, it's a little too sweet. I am a bigger fan of the old fashioned chocolate cake donut. Ooh, mm. I haven't tried that. You haven't tried that? You have, you, I'm sure you've tried the old fashioned donut somewhere. Like, just the idea of an old fashioned donut? L- like, it's, like with the cinnamon? Like, it's like. I uh, know it's it's cake it's, batter and yeah whatever. it's a, it's a cake donut. No, so like my it, go-to donut is they don't have it here, but Dunkin' Donuts in the states, old-fashioned. It's just no icing, no nothing, no sh- like. But it's a pillowy donut. Yeah, it's like a pillowy donut. It's okay, like, no, no. So like my like spices and whatnot. From what I understand, the definition of an old-fashioned donut is the cakey one, the one that kind of breaks apart. You're thinking of a sour dough, do- a sour cream donut. Yeah, but like everywhere else, they call it an old-fashioned donut. Yeah, I don't know. I guarantee you, if you Google old-fashioned donut, you'll see that like ridgely, like kind of like craggly. I guarantee you, if you put Dunkin' Donut old-fashioned donut, you'll look, you'll see one that looks like a perfect spongy cake. Deliciousness. <laughs> okay, fine. But like that's that's. But kind I know what of, you mean. Like where it's, it looks like fucked up. It looks like it's got like crags and like. Yeah, it's crumbly and yeah, it's, those oh, are made with sour cream. I'm pretty sure it's the best thing with yeah. like tea or coffee yeah gmm just did they just ranked all the Krispy Kreme donuts ah the old-fashioned cake was second number oh, one I, I did i did see that he's number one and um yeah like because because for me it's either the old-fashioned kind of donut where it's crumbly or and this is just because of like college nostalgia but like boston cream donut it's right like, that's that was my shit I like because they don't have it here again, but Krispy Kreme has like no. I'm sorry, the whipped cream one and Krispy Kreme. Oh like, right, it's because Boston cream is like the custard, which is like too thick. Dunkin' Donuts has it in Singapore. Like the whipped cream one. Oh, like I, I remember because like right now. I I believe I've mentioned it on the show before that like Boston cream donuts don't exist here, and someone sent it to me randomly on Instagram like saying yeah, yes they do. Oh like, cool nice <laughs> yeah. But I just, you know, again, donuts are just no longer a part of my life. <laughs> donuts are great. I just haven't had a donut in a very long time. I remember there even used to be a time where like, if I'm walking around a mall and like I go past a bakery. I get one. I'll get a donut. Like, because... Like one of those Heartland type places? Yeah. God, I hate those donuts. Oh, I kind of love them. They're very they, chewy. They have a special place in my heart. Yeah, they're like, is it like how like I love tacos and I love Taco Bell? 
maybe like do you like donuts and those those yeah, yeah. like uh, you know what i'm talking like the ones where like the donuts are a bit too big yeah they're huge like they're a bit too big they're like oddly tough a, a circle and a square at the same time <laughs> yes and like the 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 frosting is like a it's like a dastardly color it looks like pepto-bismol um I don't know, man. I'm. I just, it, it holds a special place in my heart. It holds the exact same place in my heart as like um, the the train station waffle. Yeah, the yeah, train yeah. station waffle. I'm 100 percent on board with. Dude, train station like peanut butter or just like kaya. Ooh, that's good shit. Peanut butter and strawberry. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, man. You gotta mix. You gotta. You gotta get like two different spreads. And like, I always go for like a PB and J kind of situation. I like kaya and butter. And I'm not talking about like a little bit of butter and kaya. Like some places are like that's a lot of butter. Mm. That's like Homer Simpson making a waffle amount yeah. of butter. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's delicious. Oh man, I could use like a train station waffle right now. Exactly. Like it's not even like structurally, it's it's not a good waffle structure. Oh, no. But it it's but its own thing. It's again, it's like yeah. oh, I like I like waffles and I like the train station waffles. It's essentially like how would you best describe it? It's it's like a it's like a pancake sandwich. That yeah. shape. It's a waffle shaped pancake sandwich. Because <laughs> like the the texture's all wrong. It's, from a it's, it's a pancake. It's it's a pancake texture. Pancake batter. It's like Bisquick. Yeah. Like yeah. there's there's no crunch to it. It's all chew. Mm. It's just that it's shaped like a waffle. If you get it fresh enough, they're still pretty crunchy. Actually, now that I'm thinking they about fold it, it. The train station waffles in Singapore tend to be, especially like when they have like the pandan waffles. Yeah. They, they tend to be like soft okay. and pillowy. Also, by the way, if you're confused, listener, when we say train station waffles, like there's just like random vendors that can be at like hawker centers or like train stations that will serve you a waffle. They'll put spread on it and they'll fold it up and you eat it like a taco. And they put it in a plastic bag. That's for our Vietnamese buddies. Yeah. Um, so good. <laughs> um, I remember one of the best train station waffles I ever had mm-hmm. was not at a train station. <gasps> It was at a rest stop between here and Penang. So in so, Malaysia? So somewhere between here and KL. I don't know which rest stop. Right. But man, that thing blew my mind. It was like the it was like actually a waffle where it was like crispy on the outside. It almost tasted like there was like water inside. You know like when, when a waffle is so fluffy that it almost, you can taste like the steam. Like vapor? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like it's like, like your, water inside. Like that sounds disgusting. Uh, but yeah, when you, know you put it mean. that way. Like when it's like so steamy and fluffy that like it, Con- it condensates in your yes. mouth. Ooh, fuck. So, in conclusion, fuck croissants. Yeah. Give me a waffle. <laughs> yeah. And croissants are just, they're, they're just a complex beast. It's like, a, it's its just a lot of butter. I will i will die w- before I make a croissant myself. Pear did one. One of our roommates basically made one. Yeah, but, but like, it's, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> you have to laminate dough. You have to, like, like, keep it at the right temperature yeah alex the food french food guy man he had a whole series of how to make croissants i'm like that is just not worth it yeah it's just this it's it's too precise i'd rather just like give me get, a biscuit get, how about get, that get give one biscuit not a biscuit guy i love biscuits i'm not a biscuit guy it's 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 kind of like i go to town on a biscuit like the same way how like um a full soda is too much for me mm-hmm. a, a biscuit's just it's too much carbs too much bread yeah, it's 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 like you try to take a whole loaf of bread and condense it into a hockey puck. God, that sounds so good right now. I can't. Give me some honey butter. Give me some fucking sausage gravy. I mm. really can't with a biscuit. Like, because I'm from the south, Nathan. I'm from Virginia, so you know, <laughs> really not. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, oh man, I guess like the only time I've enjoyed a biscuit was um, when I was going to school in Boston when it was so fucking cold. Yep. That mm. like. 
It, it was just cold. That like like a, a, a carb puck that was like slathered in salty butter from yeah, Popeyes yeah. was. It was oh, it, Popeyes is so good. It, it, it kept me warm, <laughs> so essentially. Good, so good. Like I would eat it ravenously because like I'm I'm so tired of shivering. <laughs> Yeah, That's but like fair. in the context of like hot, sweaty, humid Singapore, I don't want a biscuit. Keep that away from me. I want a biscuit right now. Okay, let's. I think we got time. What we got time for? One more question, Nathan. Before um, we call this thing a wrap. I I don't think there's find a satisfying one. Okay, fine. Um, talk about a travel destination you want to visit once the pandemic is over. Oh God, from Barry Bryant. BB love Barry. B. I love BB. Yeah. Um. Wine country in Australia. Yeah? Yeah, it seems like doable. Mm. Because I could also be like, New York, New York in 2022. Um, But yeah, I mean... I'm in no rush to go back to the US. I know, it sucks. I'm in zero rush to go back there. Yeah. It just conceptually depresses me. (laughs) (laughs) Did Did you hear that if Florida was a country, it would have the most, the fourth most cases I think this was yesterday of Corona. Jesus Christ. I mean, you look at the graph, it's fucking nuts. It lines up, I guess. It's just... Yeah. Um, But yeah, I would love to go... uh, Yeah, I keep talking about uh, Margaret River, like in uh, south of Perth. Mm -hmm. Seems really beautiful. I want some things that's like, kind of like... Because I mean, during Circuit Breaker, one of my favorite things was just how few people there were around me in terms of like looking at the neighborhood. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I had lots of I had my favorite people that I was tight with in my in my condo, and but then around me it was quiet and like still. Yeah. And I I want that. I want I want to see the stars. Mm. That's what I want. Right, 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 right. What what does one do in wine country? Just kind taste of- wine and have food. Okay. It's more food to be honest. Like that's right. the amazing the amazing produce. Right. Go to restaurants. Go hiking. Because wine fucks me up. Yeah, I mean that's why you're a designated driver, bro. All right. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, like, dude. My my, I'm thinking realistically in terms of like when when travel bans are lifted. Um, I've I've already made mental plans to do a road trip to Penang. I want to do that. I've done that once before, and it was amazing. I want to do it again. Um, it's and, not that far, right? What is it like? It takes a while. <laughs> like twelve hours. Um, it's in good traffic. Mm-hmm. If you leave early enough, it takes about eight to nine hours. That's not bad. I did not leave early enough. Right. I left at like an insane person's time, like yeah. 1230 in the afternoon <laughs> and arrived around like midnight. Though I don't hate that. I like the idea of like finishing a road trip, getting to your destination, going right to bed and having good. Start yeah, but I, it was terrifying. Like driving. The actual driving. The pitch darkness. Once, once the sun Oh, it's like that dark up there. That sounds yeah. terrifying. It gets very, very dark. Like, like Jeepers Creepers? Be- Fuck that shit. Between KL and Penang, mm-hmm. I don't know my Malaysian geography very well, but somewhere between KL and Penang, it gets significantly darker. Like, the bigger highways, of course, have, like, sparse lights, but nowhere near as bright as Singapore. And like, you're on it, a full-on highway? Yeah. For most of that? like In Singapore, like... At yeah, night, it's, it's fucking bright it's as shit. basically day. Yeah. But, like, between Penang and KL, I just remember the highway being like, oh, like, this is not the environment I'm used to driving in. Usually when like I'm on the highway, I'm used to just seeing like light, 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 light. Over here, it was like light, darkness, 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 light, darkness, 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 darkness. But it's still highway, right? Yeah. Like for example, have you made the drive from LA to Vegas? 
Um, like yes, night? parts of that get light. The only source of light is like your car and the reflectors. Yeah, yes, it gets to like to to that to those points yeah. as well. That's not so bad. But yeah, when you're in, I guess when it's you're scary used to Singapore, where it's it's, like, it's it's scary, especially because that then was my first time ever doing a long haul drive, mm-hmm. um, like ever. Um, right. So I guess I'm more prepared for it now. Also, I know that I need to leave before the sun rises. Um, Cause just throw me in the car if that's how early we're fucking leaving. Because like as much as I enjoy the idea of arriving somewhere and going to sleep, I also really enjoy the idea of arriving somewhere, have a nice dinner, dinner at least yes, then to go fair. to sleep. Because when when I arrived there the last time, everything was closed. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, I just, like I, I I feel like that's slightly more doable just because like it's right there. Yeah, I mean essential travel between isn't the border opening up soon? I think, but so. like only for like really essential travel. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm down if we want to. Let's do a road trip. I'm happy to. Yeah, road trip in. to Penang. Eat everything. I feel like shit though because I can't contribute to the driving. Yeah, I, I I pretty much did the drive solo the last time as well. It's nice to switch off and like I like and I like driving. I I I one of my favorite parts about just like the long ass drives is just <laughs> it's gonna sound stupid, but just listening to podcasts. Yeah, me too. No, I love I that. just I just listened to podcasts and like was watching the road. And like looking at my phone, um, uh, uh, the Google Maps thing just say like, head straight for 230 <laughs> kilometers. I'm like, okay, let's In go. 270 kilometers, turn right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, pretty, it was exactly that. And yeah. I was like, I, I, I can't even like fathom how long this shit's going to take. I mean, because like should... the longest drive I'd taken at that point was like an hour maybe. Really? Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you something. Do you think that's going to be... Do you think it'll be better or worse with uh, autonomic cars? Like automatic cars? Um, I think I, I I'm for it. Autonomy. I'm, I'm uh, like self driving cars. Uh, yes, autonomous. you know what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, I, I just kind of. What ass- did I say? It, it was a word that sounded autonomous. Is what I said. No, you did not say autonomous. You said automatic. I was like autonomous. No, no, no. You said like a word that doesn't exist. Well, I. You said it with such confidence that like I was like, okay. <laughs> Dude, think, that's how I live my life, bro. I think you said autonomic. <laughs> yeah, I think I said autonomic. <laughs> yeah, autonomous cars, yes. But, you know, sounds right. Like, yeah. electronical. Yeah. Auto, if, it's a self. It's right if you, there. If, if you say it like, with enough gusto, yeah. it's it's going to fly. Yeah, Autonomic sure. cars. Um, you just said it right now. I'm like, yeah, that sounds, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, sounds right. Um, I am... I'm, I'm, I'm I'm for it, I guess. I'm not I think a, it'll be better. I'm not against autonomic cars. Um, the more you say it, the more normal it sounds. But I definitely enjoy like the process of driving. Um, it 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 is it can be anxiety inducing sometimes, but like not in a not when I'm in like in a, a comfortable environment. Right. Um, I've never tried a self-driving car. I've never been in a self-driving Me car. Neither. I have I have no idea. Like I feel like I would I would act like a caveman in a spaceship i'd be like ah what is this (laughs) (laughs) button do what yeah um oh man autonomic refers to a a body part (laughs) 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 that by the way works autonomously so Uh anyway yeah i don't know i i I, i'm not like crazy for like i don't want a self-driving car but like they intrigue me the yeah. technology intrigues me. Like current day Teslas that we great with their yeah yeah. I mean, there's a there's a thing, right? Like if every single vehicle on Earth was replaced with a self driving car, the accidents would 
hypothetically be down to zero. And traffic would go away. Yeah, hypothetically. Because you, would, it was so cool, right? Because you, because if every car was uh, 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 <laughs> autonomous, you can get rid of traffic lights because the cars would just communicate so well they can just poof, like flip, yeah, blast each other. They'll almost be like completely equidistant across mm-hmm. the board. And then, like, traffic just doesn't exist because you're just, like, this conveyor belt that moves. Um, Bring it on. I, 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 I guess. <laughs> I guess. I enjoy driving. Driving is fun, to be fair. Yeah. Haven't driven in a while. Me too. Mm. More than you. Mm-hmm. Well. All right. This is the longest episode we've done in a while. It didn't even seem like it. Yeah, I just looked up the, the, the clock. Like, we're, wow, we're, we're pushing 1.30. Yeah. Hope Pro- you're still with us. Hi. Hello. We wake def- up. We wake definitely up. Went, wake up. We definitely went like a little off the rails in the middle there with like elections and getting older and it's like you're just describing our podcast life. Right now. <laughs> you know, I, I I think people like really like perk up their ears when we like talk about like food and shit. See, I can't see. I want to answer you based on our survey. Yeah, but I guess it's, there's not enough responses to really give. No, no, okay, you know, I'm, I'm curious answer. based based on like the few things that you've got right now. Like, what are some interesting statistics that you have found out about our listeners? Just like okay. quick, quick little, a little, like, little quick little thingy thing. Yeah. Again, this is barely like I think I can't do the math, but this is like less than. Two percent of all your listeners out there have responded. So again, please. disappointed, guys. Get on it. But a pretty good sample Step size. Step up your game. Do we need to publish the 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 survey in Vietnamese? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Wait, I was I'm trying to look for the one thing that I really liked reading. Yeah. Hold on, because I have not seen any of the answers or the results or anything. So like, okay, maybe this will spur people to answer too. Because I'm going to say stuff, and if you disagree, then fucking do the survey. I'm blind. Make your vote count. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the episodes with special guests such as Dikosh, Inshua, and Benjamin Kang? Fifty-two point six percent say they are awesome. Thirty-one point six say they have no strong opinion. Um, only ten percent say they prefer without them. Oh, and then five percent are like, what? They have guests on. <laughs> <laughs> so. The the pessimist in me is like ninety percent of the audience prefers it when it's not just the two of us. No, 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 not even. <laughs> no, Nathan, it's only fit, it's not even. No, but you said ten percent um, doesn't. I mean, ten percent. What? I don't know. I don't know results. Yeah, ten. Yeah, fifty-two point six percent say they like them. Okay. Thirty-one point six are like whatever. Either okay. way, and then like. Only 10% prefer the ones without them. Right. Like, they prefer the ones that are just us. Right. So, I mean, that... Yeah, see, again, know. so the pessimist in me is like 90% prefers it when it's not just us. Jesus Christ, Nathan, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> this is why we need more data, guys. We need more data. We're only hearing from, like, a little sliver of you. Yeah. Yeah, if you want this show to be better, it's on you, not us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a lot of cults are pretty pleased to be on the podcast, by the way. Oh, wow. We, yeah, we know I, her. I've met her a handful of times. I don't know. I yeah, guess, I, guess yeah, I can time, reach out. Yeah, one time I met her, and I met her once somewhere, and then I saw her again at some random place, and she got mad at me for not saying hi, even though I was like, right. I don't think she knows me. Right. See, yeah. like, when if, if, if we were to get her on the show... I would almost feel obliged to like talk about dirt. I feel like so much of what like like what, like surrounds her her drama kind of ethos and like content is so tea 
and dirt based <laughs> right you know like she and dikosh like there's just so much like the embroilment that like i i i, I am kind of disinterested in that i don't really i feel like whatever episode we do with her will be wildly unsatisfying for the listeners yeah because it's going to be devoid of any tea spillage unless we serve her tea and she spills it on this carpet yeah um well, and, literal tea <laughs> yeah um yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm open to 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 to, to yeah. guests. Here's another statistic. Yeah, um, and this is in line with again, guys. If you do our survey, you can get these awesome gaming headsets, <laughs> especially for the people out there. Thirty percent of whom say they are into video games. Just thirty percent of our listeners are into video games. Yeah, ninety four point seven are into music, though. I mean, six percent aren't into music. I feel like we should do a whole episode that like delves into this survey when we're done. All right, fine. Next episode, why we, not? We have to set a closing date for the survey too because we want to get the fucking headset out. So let's just set it to next week. How long do you need to do? No to do longer. Come on, guys. You don't More need. Responses, you don't weeks. need that long to do a survey. By next week, this the next episode that you listen to, we're gonna talk about the results and we have we, and we would have Pick already a winner? decided a winner. Yes. Okay. I'm calling it right now because it doesn't take you two weeks to do a three minute survey yeah but also like, I guess we haven't publicized it all that well because people are like what survey so yes I'm trying to like employ tough love here you know? oh yeah Yeah, I'm trying to, like, fuck you if you don't do our survey motherfucker intimidation yeah that's right I use a hard R in my motherfucker bitch love you guys thank thanks you so for much the for hang. listening thanks for the hang bye what a place to be it's a good day for a good time with a good hang it's a good day for a good time with a good hang What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing It's a good day for a good time with a good hang